Hello out there to my listening audience and welcome to another episode of Chilling with Teddy G where you know here we discuss everything and anything with absolutely no sugar and no profit. So go grab yourself your favorite cup of coffee, tea, or latte and let me into your homes or your cars or your workplaces so I can entertain you for the next few minutes. My name is Teddy G and I'm your host at Here with Chilling with Teddy G. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for allowing me to uh, come into your homes and entertain you with some interesting news and facts. Uh, Today, I would like to discuss uh, theories that have been out here about the uh, coronavirus and the uh, 5G network and the uh, population control theories and the uh, theories of a new world order or is this a combination <clears throat> excuse me of um, what's in our future uh, a lot of people out here believe that uh, that these theories are all connected and they're due to uh, the powers and controls or the powers that may be and then you have individuals who believe that this is the uh, uh, white man's uh, way of uh, continuing to keep control of uh, pretty much everybody else, but mainly melanated people and, uh, you know, black people and people uh, of color, brown people and whatnot. Well, me, myself, I pretty much don't... Uh, subscribe to a lot of people's uh theories except my own or some that usually are logical enough for intelligent people to uh grasp the concept of uh what might be factual and what might be false but uh today we uh going to explore some of these theories and uh, I ask you to uh, form your own opinion on whether they uh, hold any weight or can they float in water. Uh, I do remember, though, uh, earlier back a few years later where um, then President Obama was uh, talking about uh viruses and uh, airborne viruses and disease that we need to be uh, preparing for them that back then that we needed to be uh, utilizing uh, 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 financial resources and and, uh, implementing a um, plan in the event that uh, something like this could happen which now we see the coronavirus is uh, running wild, uh, running rampant, and, uh, and, and and thousands of new cases are reported every day, and death toll uh, continues to rise. So maybe he was on to something when he, <clears throat> excuse me, when he was uh, 
trying to uh, inform the world of uh, a potential and uh, a possible pandemic. And when he was talking about this, I think at the time we were having the uh, outbreak of uh, Ebola. But then you got people who theory that, uh, or they theorize that what he was trying to warn us about was this potential uh, um, uh, new world order and the uh, population control was uh, definitely in our future and that he just used the uh, Ebola outbreak to try to make us aware that things are going to change and he was trying to do that without letting his uh uh, uh the, the people who didn't want this to get out uh, uh know about it so he chose to uh, uh speak about it in his own way but anyway everything that he decided to do you know now trump had um has insisted that uh no one could no one could have seen this uh could uh, coronavirus coming but to me his predecessor Barack Obama did see it coming uh, here's a statement that uh, I, I, I looked up when I was uh, first uh, brought this uh, theory that this might be a possibility it says in December of 2014 that uh, then President, President Barack Obama warned the United States needed to prepare for an upcoming pandemic See, upcoming pandemic, like he may have knew about it. Uh, in his speech to the members of the National Institute of Health, which came only a short time after the uh, Ebola outbreak had threatened to spread worldwide, Obama emphasized the importance of building a public health infrastructure to combat the next pandemic. Um, and here it is. Now, we're all on lockdown. We're all on uh, uh, self-quarantine and, dis and uh, social distancing ourselves from each other. And that this is exactly what uh, Obama and maybe other world leaders wanted. Uh, who knows? Like I say, these are, are, are theories from uh, other people who believe that all of these uh uh, things that are going on, the, the pandemic, the, the uh, 5G uh, uh, network theory that this is also a part of this virus and also a part of uh, 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 vaccinating people with, um, with uh, this virus, the coronavirus, or something that's, that's like it that will potentially uh, kill a lot of people or get you under uh, their control. Then there's also the theories of, of these um, microchips that they want to put in in, um, in everybody and in everything. They got this theory where where in order to connect everything, you know, we're going to use the 5G networks which will control uh, absolutely everything and it will also harm people with the uh, high radiation dotus, uh, dose that it puts out 
in order to uh, operate the system. So there's a big theory behind that. But anyway, uh, in this article, it continues to say that, uh, that there may and likely will come a time in which we have both an airborne disease that is deadly. That's what Obama said. And in order for us to deal with the uh, with this effectively, we have to put in place an infrastructure, not just here at our homes, but globally. Now, you hear that? Global. That allows us to see it quickly, isolate it quickly, and respond to it quickly. So that if, if and when a new strain of flu, like the Spanish flu, crops up five years from now, or a decade from now, we've made the investment and we're... Um, further along into being able to catch uh, uh, what's uh, going on. And that sounds like it may be true, especially with what's going on right now. We know that there's an issue with the um, uh, 5G network and supposedly people have been dying, people have been passing out. People have been reported to uh, have been reported with um, high doses of radiation, and uh, they don't work from some uh, nuclear plant or don't uh, uh, work around any uh, type of radiation facilities. But yet they've uh, been hospitalized with the high doses of radiation. But you never know uh, about that. But anyway, uh, let's listen to what uh, President Obama had to say. Uh, we have to be ready to tackle this. If and when a new strain of flu, like the Spanish flu, crops up five years from now or a decade from now, we've made the investment. And we're further along to be able to catch it. The funding we're asking for is needed to keep strengthening our capacity here at home so we can respond to any future Ebola cases. It's needed to help us partner with other countries to prevent and deal with future outbreaks and threats before they become epidemics. We were lucky with H1N1 that it did not prove to be more deadly. We can't say we're lucky with Ebola because obviously it's having a devastating effect in, effect in West Africa, but it is not airborne in its transmission. There may and likely will come a time in which we have both an airborne disease that is deadly. And in order for us to deal with that effectively, we have to put in place an infrastructure, not just here at home, but globally, that allows us to see it quickly, isolate it quickly, respond to it quickly. So that if and when a new strain of flu, like the Spanish flu, crops up five years from now, or a decade from now, we've made the investment. And we're further along 
to be able to catch it. It is a smart investment for us to make. It's not just insurance. It is knowing that down the road, we're going to continue to have problems like this, particularly in a globalized world where you move from one side of the world to the other in a day. So this is important now, but it's also important for our future and our children's future and our grandchildren's future. I cannot think of a better example of an area where we should all agree than passing this emergency funding to fight Ebola and to set up some of the public health infrastructure that we need to deal with potential outbreaks in the future. Now, you got to remember, Trump received the you know, briefing on this. A lot of people think this. that goes away in April with the heat, as the heat comes in. Uh, typically, that will go away in April. This moment, we think we have it very much in hand. Dr. Fauci said earlier this week that the lag in testing was, in fact, a failing. Do you take responsibility for that? Yeah. No, I don't take responsibility at all said that you don't take responsibility, but you did disband the White House pandemic office and the officials that were working in that office left this administration abruptly. So what responsibility do you take to that? And the officials that worked in that office said that you that the White House lost valuable time because that office wasn't disbanded. What do you make of that? Well, I just think it's a nasty question because what we've done is, uh, and Tony had said numerous times that uh, we've saved thousands of lives because of the quick closing. Uh, and when you say me, I didn't do it. Uh, we have a group of people. I could I could ask perhaps my administration, but I could perhaps ask uh, Tony about that because uh, I don't know anything about it. Yeah, right. Some of the people we cut, they haven't been used for many, many years. And if we, they, if we have a need, we can get them very quickly. And rather than spending the money, and I'm a business person, I don't like having thousands of people around when you don't need them. Now, he's a business person. Let's keep that in mind. When uh, we're talking about these theories of, uh, of uh, this new world order, and people are saying that maybe because he's a businessman and because he's a racist, which we know he is, that he is uh, in cahoots with other uh billionaires and, and uh, other people who, who, who want control of everything. Absolutely everything now. So uh, so is this all together? And was Obama trying to warn us of this? Not just the um, the potential for an infrastructure to uh, fight a future diseases, but to inform us that, listen, y'all, something is about to happen because he nailed it on the head when he said 
five years from now, which is exactly what happened. So are we to believe that uh, what he was trying to stress to us was that y'all, something is going to go down and uh, I'm privy to information that y'all ain't, which I can't directly give it to you, but by me telling you what I'm telling you is allowing me to be able to make you guys aware of uh, of what's going on. And that could be a, a possibility. A huge possibility. And, and people aren't, aren't, aren't uh, aware of it. And that's one of the reasons why I'm trying to make you aware of the uh, potential plan uh, that could be in in the, in our very near future. I mean, these are people's theories, but yet, uh, in some way, they seem to hold um, some weight with uh, what's going on right now. Because it's definitely uh, within the uh, realm of uh, possibility. Uh, and here is another theory that may connect to this first one that I gave you. Nearly 2,400 years ago in ancient Greece, Plato discussed... Uh, excuse me. Okay, sorry about that, guys. We was having some uh, technical difficulties that we got straightened out. So let's get back to this theory. Oh, wait a minute. Seems like we're still having technical difficulties. The uh, clip that I was trying to uh, play for you, which I played earlier today, now is telling me that it's unavailable and everything that I'm looking uh, every resource that I'm looking, I'm, I'm also getting the same thing. So now that tells me that it definitely holds some weight because uh, now the attachment is uh, unavailable. Now you go figure on that. And what that uh, was about was uh, uh, population control. And now I can't seem to find the uh, article or the article has been removed. And uh, it talked about Aristotle and it talked about uh, 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 Bill Gates and um, a few other people who were in uh, President Trump. These people were uh, the ones who were supposed to have this control over this uh, or initiated this uh global population control now that that's making me uh think that uh there is some um truth behind what's going on and y'all heard the beginning this play it started playing and then it stopped and boom now i can't get it anywhere and everywhere that i look which i've been looking for the last hour y'all don't know it because i paused Put you guys on hold while I uh, tried to look for it again, and now I can't find it. 
So I'm going to see if I can find any other thing on uh, population control and play it uh, for you guys. If not, well, that all that makes me believe that there is some a lot of truth behind uh, that theory that the that the powers may be are eliminating uh, the population so they can get it under the type of control that they want to in connection with trying to put uh, chips in you we're trying to put the uh, vaccines in you and you know shoot you up with whatever they're putting in you because you really don't know what it is uh, it makes you want to go hmm maybe there is something behind which it could be all right ladies and gentlemen after some time of uh, researching several hours I finally found uh, what I was looking for and I'm going to play it for you now nearly 2400 years ago in ancient Greece Plato discussed the importance of population control Aristotle advocated the use of abortion and infanticide in 1798 an essay on the principle of population was written by Thomas Malthus. He outlined the idea of positive checks, which are diseases, wars, disasters, famines, and genocides. Malthus believed that these things should be utilized to increase the death rate and believed that human misery was an absolute necessary consequence. In 1859, Charles Darwin published The Origin of Species. In it, Darwin only hinted at the implications of human populations, but his cousin, Sir Francis Galton, became obsessed with the idea. In 1883, Galton published Inquiries into Human Faculty and its Development, wherein he wrote that his intention is to touch on various topics more or less connected with that of the cultivation of race, or, as we might call it, with eugenic. The term comes from the Greek word eugenis, of noble birth. In the early 20th century, eugenics became an academic discipline in universities. Organizations were formed and funded to win public support. The Kaiser Wilhelm Institute and the Cold Spring Harbor Institute rejected the idea that all humans are born equal and began selling the idea of cultivating a new master race of noble bloodlines. Planned Parenthood was formed in America by racial eugenics advocate Margaret Sanger. President of IBM, Thomas J. Watson, established a special subsidiary in Poland called Watson Business Machines to assist in the Nazi invasion of Poland. This business continued throughout the war and IBM managed the entire operation from their headquarters in New York. During the Nuremberg trials, the Nazis quoted U.S. Supreme Court Justice Oliver Wendell Holmes in their own defense. They claimed that their eugenics program was being run from the United States. The Nazis were rightly admonished for war crimes, but not Thomas Watson. He went on to create the IBM World Trade Corporation and passed IBM on to his son. His granddaughter ended up marrying Margaret Sanger's grandson. Bill Gates's father worked on the board for Planned Parenthood, and his mother worked on the corporate board for IBM, who Bill partnered with to create Microsoft. 
with no medical background, Bill Gates then went on to become the world's foremost pusher of vaccines and population control. Do you think this is all coincidence? The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation funds the WHO, the NIH, the CDC, and the UN. And now he is saying that until we get mass vaccinations, we might never be able to gather in groups. In which activities like mass gatherings uh, may be in a certain sense more optional. And so until you're widely vaccinated, those may not uh, come back uh, at all. The president's coronavirus response team are all pushing the Bill Gates vaccination agenda. Dr. Fauci is on the leadership council for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. In January of 2017, Anthony Fauci told a crowd at Georgetown University that there would be a surprise outbreak during the Trump presidency. There is no question that there will be a challenge to the coming administration in the arena of infectious diseases, both chronic infectious diseases in the sense of already ongoing disease, and we have certainly a large burden of that, but also there will be a surprise outbreak. Deborah Burks is a board member for the Global Fund to Fight AIDS, Tuberculosis, and Malaria, which was founded by the Gates Foundation and known for millions of dollars of fraudulent misuse of funds. In October of 2019, Bill Gates sponsored Event 201, a simulation that estimated 65 million people killed by coronavirus. In November of 2019, the Purebright Institute, funded by Bill Gates, was granted European patent number EP31723192319B1 for a coronavirus vaccine that may be used to treat humans. Today, Dr. Fauci says the virus will keep coming back, and he says the ultimate game changer will be a new vaccine. In Australia, the Prime Minister is telling people the shutdown will last months that it's the new normal, and that the only way out of your homes is to accept the vaccine. There is no proof that vaccines are the answer. In fact, the CDC admitted in federal court that it does not have studies to support the claim that vaccines do not cause autism. A top UN scientist admitted that vaccines are killing people. It is time to do some hard thinking. Will you allow your government to impose forced vaccinations? For Infowars.com, this is Greg Reese. Now, you hear that? Okay, now that's that's uh, 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 the second part of this uh, theory of uh, the wealthy and the rich or, or, or this, as you heard them say, this uh, new breed of people who, you know, they're calling the royalty uh, of the world, which is the only ones that they want to survive. And so to uh, get rid of everybody else, which they're calling their population control, is the way to do it. Now, if they do give you this... Uh, so-called um, vaccine how are they going to keep track of uh, who's had the vice, uh, uh, vaccine and who hasn't so that brings around theory 
number three, which also holds uh, holds water because uh, they do have to keep track of this. Now, how are they going to keep track of this? Let's listen at this theory. People are going to be tracked from the cradle to the grave with microchip implants that digitally store everything there is to know about them, including their finances and their ability to make transactions. That's why I tend to think that the microchip might be the mark of the beast. It says no one can buy or sell unless they have the mark. People all over the world are doing experimental microchipping. Not to mention what's happening now with ID2020. We're also moving towards a cashless society with every day that passes. This pandemic is carrying multiple agendas forward. The push for centralized control of information, which is censorship and narrative control. The cashless agenda forming out of the economic crash taking place right now and the fear of passing germs through the use of physical money. Martial law quarantines. Mandatory vaccination and digital identification via microchipping. This situation is the biggest show of force and seizure of power that anyone alive today has ever seen in their lifetime. This is very serious. Life is not going back to normal ever again. This pandemic is carrying multiple agendas forward. The push for centralized control of information, which is censorship and narrative control. The cashless agenda forming out of the economic crash taking place right now and the fear of passing germs through the use of physical money. Martial law quarantines. Mandatory vaccination. And digital identification via microchipping. This situation is the biggest show of force and seizure of power that anyone alive today has ever seen in their lifetime. This is very serious. Life is not going back to normal ever again. It truly is the end of the world as we know it. We need to take a stand. Refuse forced vaccines. Destroy 5G technology any chance we get and don't let them fill you up with fear. From what I gather, they lose in the end anyway. You know, I really hope that's true. And this life is only temporary, so don't be scared. Be strong and stand up for yourselves. I know one thing for sure, I'll die or be thrown in a FEMA camp, or worse, before going along with what they're doing right now. Maybe you should consider doing the same thing. This has been ODD. Never sleep again, my friends. Take care. Now that you have that theory, <clears throat> which uh, I was interrupted and had to go and dig and find this again, it seems like all these theories that I'm giving you, I'm having trouble trying to rebroadcast them to you like they don't want you to know about. There you go again. Something to make you go, hmm. Because all of my equipment is good. I shouldn't be having any issues with anything. No no equipment issues. No internet issues. But yet, when I'm trying to uh, 
get you guys to hear what's going on. I'm getting all these interruptions. But anyway, I digress. Let's get back to the point. That was that was um, theory number three, which connects you to two and one. You see where I'm going with this, people? That maybe uh, uh, there is some truth behind it. I know a lot of you out here don't believe in uh, theorists and uh, people theories because of uh, you, you, you're, you're afraid, you're scared that if it's true, what are you going to do? How are we going to fight back? Uh, what's the next step? Uh, and that is something for uh, you to think about. You heard what he just said. I mean, he's not going to stand for it. He's not getting vaccinated. He said he's not getting any chips and uh, put in him, which just goes to tell you that then maybe he'll be annihilated in some kind of other way. If there is a, a such thing as this population control and, and uh, this control doesn't just mean controlling the population through death, but it means for the, the remaining survivors, uh, how are we going to keep track of them and how are we going to find out exactly uh, what they're doing and where they're at? And, uh, so that makes this theory of this chip uh, extremely possible. Now, I want to bring you to theory number four. Uh, how are they going to power uh, such advanced technology? And this is where they believe that the uh, 5G network comes in. It would not only will it be a uh, a potential population control device through uh, depth and illness, but to be able to track your uh, whereabouts. Let's check that out. Urgent wake-up call. 5G means danger for life and physical condition. The establishment media are highly euphoric in their reporting on the new generation of mobile radio communications, 5G. Germany is said to be underdeveloped concerning seamless mobile phone coverage. As an important business nation, it would need seamless network coverage. Dead spots are no longer allowed to exist. 5G is said to now allow autonomous driving and inform us automatically when the milk bottle is empty. So it would be existentially necessary for our future. Today we broadcast an urgent wake-up call. These are the major dangers of 5G. Whoever believes that the step up from 4G to 5G is just a next step, comparable with the step up from 3G to 4G, succumbs to a huge error. Because 5G means a gigantic quantum leap and is the most serious intervention mankind has ever made in nature in the entire history of humanity. In order to install a nationwide 5G network in Germany, about 800,000 new transmitters are needed. 5G means such a massive infrastructure upgrade as has never been seen before. For 5G in urban areas, the providers have to install a strongly radiating mobile communications antenna approximately every 100 meters. What an ocean of antennas! What a radiation tsunami! For 5G to have sufficient penetration depth, despite the shortwave radiation, 
it takes up to a thousand-fold increase in transmission power. So 5G has a two-fold consequence. First, microwave antennas present everywhere. Second, dramatic increase in the radiation intensity. This exponential increase of forced irradiation of the entire population is an irresponsible experiment on human health. Already in 2011, the World Health Organization classified mobile communications in Category 2B of cancer-causing substances, thus as potentially carcinogenic. Based on recent scientific studies, reputable scientists are demanding its classification in Category 1, namely as cancer-causing. Just how dangerous 5G technology can be became apparent at the end of October 2018 in The Hague, Holland. During a 5G test, at least 298 healthy birds fell dead from the sky. Eyewitnesses also reported that ducks behaved strangely, constantly trying to hold their heads below the water. About one week after the first bird die-off, in Regent Park in The Hague, more than 100 starlings fell dead from the trees, while another 5G test was being carried out. First conclusion. 5G represents a considerable hazard for the physical integrity of humans and animals. Second, 5G is a threat to our lives and our freedom. Through this worldwide microwave antenna jungle and RFID microchips, which are supposed to be implemented into everything, it will be possible for everything to be networked with everything and everything to communicate with one another. In other words, the Internet of Things. Tom Wheeler, ex-president of the Federal Communications Commission, or FCC, gets right to the point. Hundreds of billions of microchips attached to products from pill bottles to lawn sprinklers. We must forget the idea that the 5G future will only be for urban regions. The 5G revolution will affect every corner of our country. What can be connected will be connected. Likewise, also the PC, microphone and computer camera are supposed to be connected. And through this, a total surveillance system has gained access to our houses. The 5G network can see through walls and houses, leading to digital control of every person. This surveillance concerns not only one's own home, but 5G will also allow a full surveillance of the entire landscape because 5G has mobile networking capabilities. Every moving point can be observed and tracked. Our homes are meant to become smart homes and cities smart cities. Everything is digitally networked by means of microwaves. And like this, we are caught in a net of microwaves which paralyze us spiritually, mentally, and physically. In the course of this digitalization madness, money too has become digitalized. This means that citizens are to be convinced with threadbare arguments that cash is outdated. When everything is digitalized and the Internet of Things is networked with the real world, then complete control over every single person will be possible. Second conclusion, 5G paves the way for a surveillance dictatorship of such an extent that not even George Orwell could have anticipated it. Dear viewers, since the mass media have concealed these counter voices from the people so far, this program is not only a wake-up call, but also an appeal. 
Already in the spring of 2019, the frequencies are set to be sold by auction via the Federal Network Agency. The goal is that by the end of 2022, 98% of households are to be connected to the 5G network. Therefore, please support our wake-up call by forwarding this program now by means of the inserted link to as many of your friends and contacts as possible. Inform yourself about 5G technology in our 5G series. This is how you can take action to help wake up the people around you and encourage the buildup of a substantial counter-movement. Now, that was your uh, number four connection to the possibility that um, all of these things are connected and that there is some type of uh, um, possibility of a new world order. We've got uh, Obama uh, giving you a warning. We've got Trump uh, um, not instituting the infrastructure plan that Obama speaks about and he clearly tells you I'm all about me. I'm a businessman. And I'm all about people who are who share uh, my way of thinking. That I care about uh, the American dollar and not the American people. Uh, I care. I, I care about a uh, Pacific race. And uh, uh, my his racism um, proves that it shows that. Then you have this uh, uh, coronavirus that suddenly is uh, taking uh, control of everything. A positive uh, uh, um, testing that they want to do in facilities that they want to uh, erect or uh, uh, in, in certain areas, mostly uh, black and brown populated areas across the globe then you have this so-called vaccine that they want everyone to take then you have the uh, theory of uh, how they're going to track who has it and who haven't had it by the way of this micro trip then you have the uh the theory of um, them installing the uh, 5G network to be able to have the uh, boosted power that they need to be able to track each and every one and everything that has this chip in it. All of these things seem to be falling into place that uh, y'all might not want to agree with, but we know that they definitely hold um, water. We definitely know that there is a high probability of the possibility of these things being true. Now, let's go to the next thing. And uh, here's an individual who says uh, what he's been noticing about um, towers that are being placed in... Uh, in areas where he live at. 
podcast. I'ma tell you what's making people sick around here while y'all running your mouth talking about some coronavirus. You see that tower right there? You see that? He's showing a five uh, G network tower. That's what's making people sick. That's right there. It's checking out radiation like a microwave, which weakens your immune system, which zaps the oxygen out your blood, which gives you the appearance that you have the flu-like symptoms. This prep right here, they're trying to take us out of here while y'all running your damn out. That right there, that's what's making people sick. That's what they plan on using to take us out of here. And these, these devices right here weren't even around here about a month ago. They weren't even around here a month ago. I'm going to show y'all something. These were even around. They're trying to take people out of the black neighborhood. Look at this right here. This one even right here as of two weeks ago. Look at that right there. Look at that right there. See it? While y'all running your damn mouth, you need to be fucking praying without seats. This is what they're doing. That wasn't even right there last week. They're all over here. My chest is hurting. I feel a heat sensation in my body. This is what's doing it. This is why black folks is getting cancer. And get sick. This is what they're doing like that. That wasn't even right there last week, about a week or two ago. He's showing another type of tower. This one is different. And these towers are shorter and they're very close to uh, uh, a bunch of uh, uh, um, retail stores. He didn't show three of them so far that is uh, uh, in his neighborhood. And he's telling you, as he's saying, that these were not here uh, just a few days ago, a few weeks ago. So there's something else to make you go, hmm. Play home at night. Look at that right there. They're everywhere. They're trying to take us out. And y'all ruin your damn mouths. Hang on each other. Not fucking listening to me. Think you know everything. And I'm trying to warn y'all to make preparations. Shut up and listen. I'm irate because I see a lot of death happening and y'all ruin your fucking mouth. They got these things up everywhere. Look at that right there. Look at that right there. You see that right there? What the hell is that supposed to be? See, my eyes are open. I don't have my damn head in the fucking quicksand. And you only come in and run your mouth when I'm trying to wake people up and warn y'all asses. They trying to take us out. Look at this right here. Look at that right there. They are everywhere. That's why they want us at home at night. Pass this video and share it. They're trying to take us out of here. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, from a common individual uh, who's telling you in his own neighborhood that he's noticing a lot of uh, new towers that are popping up at night. So I, they're uh, installing and making these towers operational while everybody is in their home on this lockdown and while the uh, streets are not uh, heavily populated in the wee hours of, of, uh, of nighttime, implementing these uh, towers all over his city. He didn't give what city uh, that he was in, but from other individuals who uh, I have been uh, interviewing and uh, other research that I've been doing, that uh, this has been happening uh, all over.
Now, you've been given all these theories about uh, what's, uh, what's going on with this uh, New World Order and uh, that all of these theories are somehow connected together does make you want to uh, consider the possibility that they may be true. Now, if you guys are advocate followers of my show, you know that I've already gave you uh, uh, religious theories on that they also believe that this is happening. I gave you two uh, mega churches theory on uh, the disease and the uh, new uh, uh, structure that they're trying to uh, implicate us with uh, uh, this virus and with these implants. Uh, so they can establish this new world order. Now that came from religious uh, um, believers that this is uh, that this is happening, and they're uh, they believe that uh, uh, that this is going to happen even with their strong belief in Christ and their strong belief in uh, a God that uh, they're controlling everything and if God and Christ don't want them to happen that it's not going to happen but you know on the same token that uh, uh, they give us uh, choices God give us choices whether we want to be believers whether we want to have faith uh, whether uh, 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 we true we choose uh, heaven over hell. Now, technically, or or I should say spiritually, uh, that doesn't mean that uh, these theories are incorrect. In fact, it could support the fact that maybe that they are true. And that we do need to pray about them and that we do need to uh, take some type of religious stand between what's going on. Now, as for you new guys, you may not have heard these uh, past uh, episodes. And I encourage you to go back and uh, look for them and uh, uh, listen to them. They're specifically named, so you'll be able to find them easily. But if everything that they're saying is true then all of these uh, events and these theories that I just gave you, these five theories that I just gave you, uh, when, when, when looked at and put in the, uh, their proper perspective, there's a high probability that uh, uh, their connection is strong and that there's uh, a possibility that these things should be going on. But let's go back and, and well, not let go back, but here is uh, some additional information about these uh, micro trips that they want to put in you so they can track you getting these vaccines so they can uh, implement their new world order 
and be able to track you wherever you are. They won't need your cell phones no more. They won't need your um, computers and your laptops. They with this uh, uh, with this five G network and their their ability to be able to uh, hear and see through walls. And you have this chip in yourself. Not they have multiple ways now of tracking you and see where you are, what you're doing, and uh, uh, who's living and, and, and who's dying. So this is where the microchip implant story begins. You will be chipped. It's just a matter of time. A small firm recently embedded microchips in their employees as a way to bypass company badges and corporate logons and to get attention for their cafeteria kiosks, which are available on a cashless payment plan like Apple Pay. The latest office innovation is a microchip implanted in the skin and designed to replace the traditional keypad for opening doors, using the copier, even buying food in the cafeteria. Employees at a vending company are going from the assembly line to front of the path to get microchipped. Do you think this is the future? It is the future, and we look at this as uh, uh, being responsible. The implant, which has been FDA approved, is the size of a grain of rice and is injected under the skin between the thumb and index finger by a licensed piercer. I think it's the wave of the future that we'll all have implanted chips that have our medical records. So you would do it? Sure. Okay. Well, you're carrying around a phone anyway. This is a microchipping party. Hannah's getting an electronic chip implanted into her hand. So congratulations, Hannah. Thank you. You've been chipped? Yes, I have. How does it feel? feels good. I'm, I'm excited to see what I'll be able to do now. Can I touch it? Yeah, you can, you can feel it there. I feel like this is the future, the next big thing that's going to happen. A tiny microchip like this inserted just beneath the skin in their hands. This technology will one day change the way we live. It's in the future we will all be chipped. In Sweden, the microchips are already here. The microchip implants use the same technology that's in contactless credit cards, which have made cash pretty much obsolete in Sweden. No cash. Is a cashless society inevitable? How long will it take for the cashless? Many countries are fast moving towards a cashless society. Between 2000 and 2015, non-cash payments in the U.S. grew by almost 400%. Venmo, the mobile app where people can pay each other on a smartphone, now processes $2 billion a month. This year, Apple added similar payment capabilities in iMessage. These free services are so popular, 30 major banks recently launched a competing product called Zelle. It would be better if we were more like Sweden, where cash has nearly been phased out. And the U.S. will get there, too, in another five or ten years. There's no question that cash, you know, is in its last era. China's cashless revolution has happened in just three years. In order to avoid the risk of transmission through physical handling of money, we encourage the use of cashless transactions, such as mobile money, and pesa and otherwise, credit cards. Well, health experts say the coronavirus can live on surfaces like cash, 
for up to 10 days, but has many people worried about shopping and other everyday tasks. The standard narrative in society is that cashlessness, quote-unquote cashlessness, is a sort of organic process just percolating from the bottom up. Now, ordinary individual people who are just sort of making these organic decisions to switch to this other thing, right? So, um, now, this is pure, if you want to, like this, this is a, a, a pure, to put it crudely, capitalist ideology, corporate capitalist ideology, where essentially you always want to focus attention on the small person in society, quote-unquote, the consumer. Alright, this sort of like random person who wanders around in markets who apparently controls what's going on in the world. Alright? Of course, if you actually go and ask any person in society, how much agency do you believe that you had in the emergence of this technology? Almost nobody believes they had anything to do with the emergence of the technology. Alright? What actually happens is that large-scale institutions push this stuff onto you for various commercial reasons and various other reasons. Um, and the, the large-scale institutions love to disguise themselves and just never talk about themselves as if they're just not there. All right. So and that is true. Because that's what's been going on. When you put all these things together, that's been happening over the years. It, it, it makes me think that uh, when you connect all these things together, that uh, there is a strong possibility that there is some type of uh, new world order being instituted. But anyway, you make your uh, own evaluation and come up with your own opinion and you uh, uh, see what plans that you may need to do in the event that all of these connections are true. I want to thank you guys so much for uh, listening to a, another episode of Chilling with Teddy G. And that uh, uh, you continue to check out uh, my uh, future episodes and uh, support and share and follow uh, this podcast. I want each and every one of you to have a, a safe and a blessed day. Let me get through to my um, disclaimers so we don't have any uh, legal issues behind this very important information that I have given you. The copyright uh, disclaimer from 1976 under Title 17, Section 107, allowances is made for the purpose of fair use, such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teachings, uh, scholarships, and research. Fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. Non-profit, educational, or personal use tips the balance into the favor of fair use. So please, y'all, think about uh, uh, all of these connections, put them together and uh, make your own determination. Again, thank you for listening to another, another episode of Chilling with Teddy G. My name is Ted Greer, and uh, have a safe and a blessed day.